Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. You there? Oh, this is Carolyn. Good day. How you doing, Carolyn? Oh, uh, just in the bed. Oh, oh, you in the bed? Yes, sir. Uh, hello. Hello. Pastor Valentine, say hi. Hello? Yeah. You can hear me now? Okay. Um, God bless. Who's on the line? Okay, yes, Carolyn from Texas. Carolyn, Texas. Good okay. day. God bless, Carolyn. We have a few more minutes. God bless. I'm going to... Um, try to... Okay, um, uh, yeah, so thank God for coming on and being myself for to get it together. I don't know, um, so we use, use the Bible to come on, but I've been reading from, uh, a book that um, that gives a little more information, as I said before. Uh, it's every the Bible is canonized, so it's not a uh, everything is not in there. It was decided what was going to be put in and what was going to take be taken out. So I'm just reading from a book to give a little more insight because some people, you know, don't understand everything, and sometimes they question things, and they question when it comes to the, the one that's teaching, but why uh, you just say Enoch walked with God, and they, you know, they took him. Where did he take him to, and why did he take him? You know, some people ask questions like that, or they ask questions about Cain and Abel, why, why did he kill his brother, and really, you know, for what reason? This book gives you a more insight of even when uh, Adam had uh, died, we don't hear much after Adam and Eve um, was put out of the garden. You don't hear much more about how long did he live and what happened afterwards. Uh, You don't hear too much about uh, really why the world was destroyed. 
at that time and what taking place. So the book that I reading from is um gives a little more information so uh that we have a better understanding of the word of God. Not to take away from anybody's belief or and what they believe in just to have more revelation knowledge. So that's why uh doing a little different but knowledge is as I say power, knowledge is wisdom, so just want to have more knowledge of the Word of God. I read from uh, the book of Joshua. Um, he is in the Bible. That name is in the Bible. We do have names in the Bible. You might hear of the name, but you don't find you know, much of the person. They just mention them as overseers, as prophets or whatever, but they don't give you much of who the person was and what did the person do at that time when they were spoke about him or wrote about him. <clears throat> so this is a book of Jasher. Um, hold on a minute. So you can find the book if you look. The name is Stella, J-A-S-H-E-R. To find the book, but sometimes when you go look for the books, they have so much out when one, you know, when one person writes something, everybody else want to, and you say, jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> so, then everybody wants to write about that person or what they think and what they feel. You'll find, uh, find him in uh, Joshua, his name is J-A-S-E-R and Joshua. 10 to 13, and you'll find him also, that name is Second Samuel 1 and 18. So I'm just going to give that up. We're going to give uh, more people or some others to come online, and then we are going to have Elder pray, and then we're going to go, I'm going to go on and read some, and then after that, you can have, have say what you think or how you feel, and about what you heard, what was read. So uh, 7.58, you know, we come on at 8 o'clock, so we're just going to give a others a little time to come on. Uh, I see that Texas and New York, New York is online. We'll be doing about for that. Okay, that's a few more minutes, and I'm going to ask Elder to Bring us in with prayer. We want to get started. So, they talking. About, they still want to operate on you or your feet, Sister Cal. Oh, 
Okay, Elder, you can go ahead and pray. Internal glory we come this afternoon. Knowing that you just go to all go this evening. But Father, we want you to touch everybody heart, mind and soul. Father God, some of them stand in need of finance blessing. Most of all, Father, we need a spiritual blessing. But Father, we know you have it all. Father, you're too wise to make a mistake. But Father, we want you to help Sister Carol in a mighty special way to see. Open up doors and windows that no one can go up against us. Father, let us know that you go beside you than other doors. Well, Father God, the more the enemy climb up on her, the more you're going to sink her. Oh, Father, we want you to bless the whole nation now. Touch them right now. From the president on back down. Let them know that you go beside you than the other God. Merciful God, that you can defend, that you can destroy. But, Father, we ask you to have mercy. Just what you see fit to do, Father, it's all right in the eyesight. Most of all, Father, look on the one in the hospital this evening. In the nursing home, in the camp, prison there this evening. So many so innocent. They ain't doing nothing. They ain't in camp doing time. But, Father, you have the last say so. You sit up high and look down low on everything. Father, we ask you to do all of these blessings. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. We thank Elder Sutter for that prayer. Thank God for you getting on that the line. We're not going to be going to just go ahead on and as people come on, they can uh, pick up and then go over some things afterwards. I'm going out with Brett last week, uh, chapters 1 to 5. I start again with chapter 6 uh, from the book of Joshua. From, so I'm going to read chapter 6. And it said, after that time, after the death of Methuselah, the Lord said to Noah, Go thou with thy household to the ark. Behold, I will gather to thee all the animals of the earth, the beasts of the field and the fowl of the air, and they shall all come and surround the ark. And, I, they, and thou shalt go and seat thyself by the door of the ark, and all the beasts, the animals, and the fowl shall assemble and place themselves before thee, and such of them as shall come Crouch before thee, shall thou take, and deliver unto thy hands of thy sons, who shall bring them to the ark, and all that will stand before thee, thou shalt leave. And the Lord brought this about on the next day. And the animals, beasts, and fowls came in great multitude and surrounded the ark. And Noah went and seated himself by the door of the ark, and all and of all flesh that crouched before him he brought into the ark. And all that stood before him he left upon the earth. And the lioness came with her two whips, male and female, and the three crouched before Noah. And the two whips rose up against the lioness and smote her and made her flee from her place. And she went away, and they returned to their places and crouched upon the earth before Noah. And the lioness ran away and stood in the place of the lion. And Noah saw this and wondered greatly, and he rose and took the two whips and brought them into the ark. And Noah brought into the ark some all living creatures that was upon earth, so that there was none left for which Noah brought into the ark. Two and two came to Noah into the ark, but from the clean animals, 
and clean fowls. He brought seven couples as God had commanded him. And all the animals and beasts and fowls were still there, and they surrounded the ark at every place, and the rain had not descended till seven days after. And on that day the Lord caused the whole earth to shake, and the sun darkened, and the foundation of the world raised, and the whole earth was moved violently, and the lightning flashed, and the thunder roared, and all the fountains in the earth was broken up, such as was not known to the inhabitants before. And God did this mighty act in order to terrorize the sons of men, that there might be no more evil upon earth, until the sons of men would not return from their evil ways, and they increased the anger of the Lord at that time, and did not even direct their hearts to all this. And at the end of seven days, in the 600th year of the life of Noah, the waters of the flood was upon the earth, and all the fountains of the deep was broken up, and the windows of heaven was open, and the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And Noah and his household and all the living creatures that were with him came into the ark on account of the waters of the flood, and the Lord shut him in. And all the sons of men that were left upon the earth became exhausted through evil on account of the rain, for the waters was coming more violently upon the earth, and the animals and beasts were still surrounding the ark. And the sons of men assembled together about 700,000 men and women, and they came unto Noah to the ark. And they called to Noah, saying, Open for us that we may come to thee in the ark, and wherefore shall we die? And Noah with a loud voice answered them from the ark, saying, have you not all rebelled against the Lord and said that he does not exist? And therefore the Lord brought upon you this evil to destroy and cut you off from the face of the earth. Is not this the thing that I spoke to you of 120 years back, and you were not hawking to the voice of the Lord, and now you desire to live upon earth? And they said to Noah, we are ready to return to the Lord. Only open for us that we may live and not die. And Noah answered them, saying, Behold, now that you see the trouble of your souls, you wish to return to the Lord? Why did you not return during these 120 years which the Lord granted you as a determined period? But now you come and tell me this on account of the troubles of your soul. Now also the Lord will not listen to you, neither will he give ear to you on this day so that you will not succeed in your wishes. And the sons of man approached in order to break into the ark, to come in on account of the rain, for they could not bear the rain upon them. And the Lord sent all the beasts and animals that stood around the ark, and the beasts overpowered them and drove them from that place. And every man went his way, and they scattered, and again scattered themselves upon the face of the earth. And the rain was still descending upon the earth, and descended forty days and forty nights. And the water prevailed greatly upon the earth, and all flesh that was upon the earth or in the water died, whether man, animal, beast, creeping things, or birds of the air, and there were only remained Noah and those that was with him in the ark. And the water prevailed, and they greatly increased upon the earth, and they lifted up the ark, and it was raised from the earth. And the ark floated upon the face of the water, and it was tossed upon the waters, so that all the living creatures within was turned about like pottage in a Quran.
and great anxiety seized all the living creatures that was in the ark, and the ark was and the ark was like to be broken. And all the living creatures that was in the ark was terrified, and the lions roared, and the ox lowered, and the wild the wolves howled, and every living creature in the ark spoke and lamented in his own language, so that their voice reached to a great distance. And Noah and his son cried and wept in their trouble. They were greatly afraid that they had reached the gates of death. And Noah prayed unto the Lord and cried unto him on account of this. And he said, O Lord, help us, for we have no strength to bear this evil that hath encompassed us. For the waves of the water have surrounded us. The mysterious torrent had terrified us. The snails of, of death had come before us. Answer us, O Lord, answer us. Lighten up that continent towards us and be gracious to us. Redeem us and deliver us. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Noah, and the Lord remembered him. And the wind passed over the earth, and the water was stilled, and the ark rested. And the fountain of the deep, and the windows of heaven was stopped, and the rain from heaven was restrained, and the water deceased in those days, and the ark rests upon the mountain of Iraq. And Noah then opened the windows of ark of the ark, and Noah still called out to the Lord at that time. He said, O Lord, who did form the earth and the heavens and all that are therein, bring forth our souls from this confinement and from the prison wherein thou hast placed us, for I am as much weary to be signed. And the Lord hearkened to the voice of Noah and said to him, When thou shalt have completed full year, thou shalt then go forth. And at the revolution of the year, when a full year was completed to Noah dwelling in the ark, the water was dried from off the earth, and Noah put off the covering of the ark. And at that time, on the 27th day of the second month, the earth was dry. But Noah and his sons and those that was with him did not go out from the ark until the Lord told them. And the day came that the Lord told them to go out, and they all went out from the ark. And they went and returned everyone to his way and to his place. And Noah and his sons dwelt in the land that God had told them. And they served the Lord all their days. And the Lord blessed Noah and his sons on their going out from the ark. And he said to them, Be fruitful and fill all the earth. Become strong and increase abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. And we see in chapter 6, that when it's, uh, uh, we talk about Noah and the ark and the animals and the flood that comes, we see here, from what I read it here, a much different outline will compare what we see and read in the Bible. Like I said, it's not to take away, but the person that wrote this book, his name is in the Bible. So we're saying that, uh, that uh, and the Lord hearkened to the voice of Noah, and he said, when thou shalt have completed a full year, thou, thou shalt then go forth. See, we never, for here, we never heard it was a year that he mostly stayed in. We say, like, they didn't give a year. They just said he kept sending a dove out. And every time that they sent it, the, the dove came back with a uh, mud on his feet. Or he came back with a uh, vine in his peak and, he came back, but then one day he never came back. So we see here, we didn't hear nothing about no lions. It just tell you how many clean and how many unclean animals it's taken. He told them to take some uh, 
so much of unclean, so much of a clean. We never knew what kind of animal it's talking about. We see about lions and wolves and all these living creatures that he had taken with them into the ark. We haven't heard anything about the uh, the, the, the man, the son of man, approaching to coming to the ark, uh, asking to come in when he told him no. You know, God, when God had had me speak to you, not only him, Methuselah, Methuselah also was, had spoke to them, and God had told them, I give you 120 years to get your life right. Get your life right and repent, and uh, then I won't have to do this. 120 years in our time, it seemed like it's a long time. And now, because they still were doing what they wanted to do and, and, and just be evil and rob their neighbors and their family and just drunk and, and just raping all kind of manner of stuff they was doing, that uh, the 120 years came upon them. Now he wants to, they want to come and get in, uh, get in the ark. But it says that at the end of seven days, in the 600th year of the life of Noah, the water of the floods was upon the earth. I tell you, at the end of seven days, and the 600 year of the life of Noah, that's when the flood came upon them. I don't think we have that in the uh, in the Bible, it doesn't sometimes give you the year and the animals or anything else. But I'm just saying, we see here, as I said before, just give a little more information in this book about um, what has taken place in the, uh, the Word of God. Now, it says, I'm going to chapter 7, and it says, These are the names of the son of Noah, Jasper, Ham, and Shem. And the children were born in them after the flood, for they had taken wives before the flood. Now, in the other ones, when I read before, it only had Jasper and, and Shem. So it must have, she must, his wife must have had him while they was in the flood. Because uh, I think it's in chapter 5. Let me go back here. I think it's in 5. If I can, uh, uh, mm, uh. Let me see. I think it's in chapter 5. I'm going to go one get uh, when uh, his wife conceived, um, chapter 5. And then when conceived and bear a son and call him named Jasper, uh, God is saying, God has enlarged me in the earth. It's conceived again, bore a son, and he called his name Shem, saying, God had made me a remnant to raise up seed in the midst of the earth. And... Uh, Noah was 502 years old when them bear Shem. And the boys grew up and went in the ways of the Lord and all that Methuselah and Noah, their father, taught them. So in chapter 5 here in the book, they don't even mention it. They have not mentioned um, um, Ham. So must say that Ham was born in that time of the flood. So uh, these are the sons of Jasper, Goma, Magad, Mandai, Javan, Sula, Meshrem, and Tyrus. Seven sons and the sons of Gorma. The names are a little hard to pronounce for me. Ashkenaz, Rephas, and Temegra, and the sons of Mega, Elisha, and Luba, and the children of Mega was Ankon, Zilo, Shanazan, and Lot, and the sons of Javan was Elijah, Tanash, Shipman, and Dumana, and the sons of Tuba was Aphra, Kishi, and Tara, and the sons of Meshach were Dinah, 
Zaran, and Shebana, and the sons of Zerah was Benai, Gerah, Urana, and Gelah. These are the sons of Jasper's according to their families, and their numbers in those days were about 460 men. And these are the sons of Ham, Cush, Benai, Put, Tainan, four sons, and the son of Cush, Sheba, Hevla, Shatta, Ramah, and Shebana. And the sons of Ramah were Sheba and Dedan. And the son of Mishran were Lord, Emma, and Peshwar, Keshelot, and Shepatah. And the sons of Put were Gibla, Hendon, Benan, and Nana. And the sons of Canaan were Zendon, Hus, Egomar, Dishana, Haba, Aki, Kina, Adara, Zemada, and Shemitah. These are the sons of Ham according to their families, and their numbers in those days were 730 men. And this is the genealogy, and these are the sons of Shem, Hemlon, Hesha, Eterasa, Lord, Amran, five sons, and the son of Enlon was Sheshan, Mashkuru, and Haman. And the son of Hesha was Mishra, and Mikla, and the son of Hesha was Shila, Hana, and Ashkuru. And the son of Lord was Kedra, and Rizana, and the son of Amran was Zuck, Shila, Jethar, and Mash. These are the sons of Shem, according to their families, and their numbers in those days were about 300 men. These are the generation of Shem. Shem begot Hashrat, and Hashrat begot Shelah, and Shelah begot Eber, and to Eber was born two children, and the name of one was Pegleg, for in his days the son of men were divided, and in the latter days the earth was divided. So it's saying here that the vision has not taken place. And the name of the second was Yachtan, Meaning that in his days, in his day, the lives of the sons of men was diminishing and lessening. So that means there were less men. These are the sons of Yachtan, Amadad, Shef, Shekhazamasa, Yekrat, Handarama, Azera, Kila, Oba, and Melam, Sheba, Hufra, Hevela, and Jacoba. And all these are the sons of Yachtan. And Pegleg, his brother, begot Yen, and Yen begot Sherah, and Sherah begot Naha, and Naha begot Terah, and Terah was 38 years old, and he begot Hanrod and Nara. And, and Cush, the son of Han, the son of Noah, took a wife in those days in his old age, and she bare a son. And they called his name Nimrod, saying at that time the sons of men again began to rebel and transgress against God. And the child grew up, and his father loved him as Sidi, for he was the son of his old age. This kind of sounds like Joseph's story. And the garment of skin which God made for Adam and his wife when they went out of the garden was given to Cush. Well, after the death of Adam and his wife, the garment was given to Enoch, the son of Jarod. And when Enoch was taken up to God, he gave it to, to Methuselah, his son. And at the death of Methuselah, Noah took them and brought them to the ark. And they were with him until he went out of the ark. And in their going out, Ham stole those garments from Noah, his father. And he took them and hid them from his brothers. And when Ham began his firstborn, Cush, he gave him the garments in secret. And they were with Cush many days. And Cush also concealed them from his sons and brothers. And when Cush had begotten Nimrod, he gave him those garments, though he loved his love for him. And Nimrod grew up, and when he was 20 years old, he put on those garments. 
And Nimrod became strong when he put on those garments, and God gave him might and strength. And he was a mighty hunter in the earth. Yea, he was a mighty hunter in the field. And he hunted the animals, and he built altars, and he offered upon them the animals before the Lord. And Nimrod strengthened himself, and he rose up from amongst his brethren, and he fought the battles of his brothers against all their enemies round about. And the Lord delivered all the enemies of his brethren in his hand, and God prospered him from time to time in his battles, and he reigned upon the earth. Therefore it became current in those days when a man ushered forth those that he had trained up for battle, he would say to them, like God did to Nimrod, who was a mighty hunter in the earth and who succeeded in the battle that prevailed against his brother, that he delivered us from the hands of their enemies. So may God strengthen us and deliver us this day. And when Nimrod was 40 years old at that time, there was a war between his brethren and the children of Jasper so that they were in power of their enemies. And Nimrod went forth at that time, and he assembled all the sons of Cush and their family, about 460 men. And he hired also from some of his friends and acquaintance about 80 men, and he gave them their high. And he went with them to battle. And when he was on the road, Nimrod strengthened the hearts of the people that went with him, and he said to them, Do not fear, neither be alarmed, for all our enemies will be delivered into our hands, and you may do with them as you please. And all the men that went was about 500, and they formed against their enemies, and they destroyed them and subdued them. And then I placed standing office over them in their respective places. And he took some of their children as security, and they were all service to Nimrod and to his brethren. And Nimrod and all the people that was with him turned homeward. And when Nimrod had joyfully returned from battle, after having conquered his enemy, all his brethren, together with those who knew him before, assembled to make him king over them, and they placed a regal crown upon his head. And he said over his subjects and people, prince, judges, and rulers, as is the custom among kings. And he placed Terah, the son of Nahar, the prince of his host, and he dignified him and elevated him above all his princes. And with it he was reigning according to his heart's desire. After having conquered all his enemies around, he advised, he advised with his council to build a city for his palace, and they did so. And they found a large valley opposite to the east, and they built him a large and extensive city. And Nimrod called the, the name of that city that he built Shunnah, for the Lord had definitely shaken his enemy and destroyed them. And Nimrod dwelt at Shinar, and he reigned securely, and he fought with his enemies, and he subdued them, and he prospered in all his battles, and his kingdom became great. And all the nation and tongue heard of his fame, and they gathered themselves to him, and they bowed down to the earth, and they brought him offerings, and he became their lord and king, and they all dwelt with him in the city of Shinar. And Nimrod reigned in the earth over all the sons of Noah, and it was all on his power and counsel. And all the earth was of one tongue and the words of union. But Nimrod did not go in the ways of the Lord, and he was more wicked than all the men that was before him from the day of the flood until those days. And he made gods of wood and stone, and he bowed down to them. 
and he rebelled against the Lord and taught all his subjects and the people of the earth his wicked ways. And Mandron, his son, was more wicked than his father. And everyone that heard of the acts of Mandron, the son of Nimrod, would say concerning him, from the wicked goeth forth wickedness. Therefore it became a proverb in the whole earth, saying, from the wicked go forth wickedness. And it was current in the words of man from that time to this. And Terah, the son of Nahar, prince of Nimrod host, was in those days very great in the sight of the king and his subjects. And the king and prince loved him, and they elevated him very high. And Nimrod and took a wife, and her name was Amathela, the daughter of Comnibo. And the wife of Terah conceived and bare him a son in those days. Terah was 70 years old when he begot him. And Terah called the name of his son that was born to him, Abram, because the king had raised him in those days and dignified him above all his prince that was with him. So here we have a little more story about Nimrod and all the people and how it got divided again, how wickedness came in together and back in before they start worshiping other gods of wood and stone and just rebelling against the Lord and, and teaching the people how to become wicked and rebellious again. So we back at uh, this this thing again, being wicked after, after the flood with uh, Noah and going out to start all over again. They become, they become wicked again. Uh, one, two, eight. And it was in the night that Abram was born that all the servants, Terah and all the wise men of Nimrod and Conjurus came and ate and drank in the house of Terah, and they rejoiced with him on that night. And when all the wise men and Conjurus went out from the house of Terah, they lifted up their eyes towards heaven that night to look at the stars. And they saw, and behold, on one very large star came from the east and ran in the heaven, and it swallowed up the four stars from the south, four sides of the heaven. And all the wise men of the king and his conjurers were astonished at the sight. And the sage understood this matter, and they knew it in port. And they said to each other, this only betokens the child that had been born to Terah that night, who will grow up and be fruitful and multiply, possess all the earth, he and his children forever, and he and his seed would slay great kings and inherit their lands. And the wise men of Kajuras went home that night. And in the morning, all these wise men of Kajuras rose up early and assembled in a sunken house. And they spoke and said to each other, Behold, the sight we saw last night is hidden from the king. It has not been made known to him. And should this thing get known to the king in the latter days, he would say to us, Why have you concealed this matter from me? And then we shall all suffer death. Therefore, now let us go and tell the king the sight which we saw and the interpretation thereof, and we shall then remain clear. And they did so. And they all went to the king and bowed down to him to the ground. And they say, May the king live. May the king live. We heard that a son was born to Terah, the son of Nehor, the prince of the of thy host. And we, yes, night, came to his house, and we ate and drank and rejoiced with him that night. And when our servants went out from the house of Terah to go out to respective homes to abide there for the night, we lifted up our eyes to heaven, and we saw a great star coming from the east. And the same star ran with great speed and swallowed up four great stars from the four sides of the heavens. 
and thy servants was astonished at the sight which we saw, and was greatly terrified, and we made our judgment upon the sight, and knew by wisdom the proper interpretation thereof, that this thing applies to the child that is born in terror, who will grow up and mightily and multiply greatly, and become powerful, and kill all the kings of the earth, and inherit all their land, he and his seeds forever. And now, our Lord and King, behold, we had truly acquainted thee with what we had seen concerning the child. If it seemed good to the king to give his father value for this child, he would slay him before he shall grow up and increase in the land. And this evil increase against us, that we and our children perish through this evil. And the king heard their words, and they seemed good in his sight. And he sent and called for terror, and terror came before the king. And the king said to Terah, I have been told that a son was born yet night to thee. And after this manner was observed in the heavens at his birth. And now therefore give me the child, that we may slay him before his evil springs up against us. And I will give thee for his value thy house full of silver and gold. And Terah answered the king and said to him, My lord and king, I heard that word, and thy servant shall do all that his king desires. But my Lord and King, I will tell thee what happened to me yesternight, that I may see what advice the king will give his servant, and then I will answer the king upon what he has just spoken. And the king said, Speak. And Terah said to the king, Ion, the son of Mord, came to me yesternight, saying, Give unto me the great and beautiful horse that the king gave thee, and I will give thee silver and gold and sure and prevention for its value. And I said to him, Wait till I see the king concerning thy words, and behold, whatever the king saith, that will I do. And now, my lord and king, behold, I have made this thing known to thee, and advice which my king would give unto his servant, that would I follow. And the king heard the words of terror, and his, his anger was kindled, and he considered him in the light of a fool. And the king answered terror, and he said to him, Aren't thou so silly, ignorant, or defiant, and understanding? To do this thing, to give thy beautiful horse with silver and gold, or even for store and provision, art thou so sure of silver and gold that thou shouldest do this thing, because thou canst not obtain store and provision to feed thy horse? And what is silver and gold to be a store and provision that thou should give away thy fine horse which I gave thee, like which there is none to be had on the whole earth? And the king left off speaking, and terror answered the king, saying, a like unto this had that king spoken to his servant. I beseech thee, my lord and king, what is this which thou didst say to me, saying, Give thy son that we may slay him, and I will give thee silver and gold for his value. What shall I do with silver and gold after the death of my son? Who shall inherit me? Surely then at my death the silver and gold will return to my king who gave it. And when the king heard the words of terror and the parable which he brought concerning the king, it grieved him greatly, and he was vexed at this thing, and his anger burned within him. And Terah saw that the anger of the Lord was kindled against him, and he answered the king, saying, All that I have is in the king's power. Whatever the king desires to do to his servant, that let him do. Yea, even my son, he's in the king's power. Without value in exchange, he and his two brothers that are older than he. And the king said to Terah, No, but I will purchase thy younger son for a price. Terah answered the king, saying, I possess thee, my lord and king, to let that servant speak a word before thee, and let the king hear the words of his servant. And Terah said, Let my king give me three days till I consider this matter within myself. 
and consult with my family concerning the words of my king. And he pressed the king greatly to agree to this. And the king hearkened to Terah, and he did so. And he gave him three days' time. And Terah went out from the king's presence, and he came on to his family and spoke to them all the words of the king. And the people were greatly afraid. And it was in the third day that the king sent to Terah, saying, Send me thy son for a price, as I spoke to thee. And should thou not do this, I will send to slay all that thou hast in the house, so that thou shalt not even have a dog remaining. Terah hastened as the king was urging from the king, as the thing was her urging from the king. And he took a child from one of his servants, which his handmaid had borne to him that day. And Terah brought the child to the king and received value for him. And the Lord was with Terah in his matter, that Nimrod might not cause Abram death. And the king took the child from Terah and with all his might dashed his head to the ground. But he thought it was Abram. And this was concealed from him from that day, and it was forgotten by the king, as it was with of the provision not to suffer Abram's death. And Terah took Abram, his son, secretly together with his mother and nurse, and he concealed them in a the cave and brought them provision monthly. And the Lord was with Abram in the cave, and he grew up. And Abram was in the cave ten years, and the king and his prince, two sages and sages, thought that the king had killed Abram. Abe, but see, we see here, we don't have much on Abe as a child and his upbringing and uh, anything. We just know that he was born and he, and then he went out and God spoke to him and told him to leave his people and, and, and go that he's going to become a great man. But we see here the story of Nimrod and the other kings, and the, uh, you get a little bit of a little bit of other parts of the Bible when you hear about uh, the king taking it and takes, thinking it's Abram, uh, and he took the baby and smashed his head, thinking he's killing him. You hear a little bit; it sounds like a little bit of Joseph's story when uh, uh, they they take uh, him and the brothers didn't like him and and and, and hide him and think some. Uh, and they try to kill him because the father had a favorite. We hear so much other um, verses uh, in the Bible that sound familiar with these stories. But just like I said, this gives you more uh, insight of of, of, of of Abram. It gives you more insight of uh, Nimrod. It gives you more insight of Enoch. It, it gives you more sight of uh, Noah that we don't have all of it in the Bible that we read and not, as I say again, not to take away from what what you, what you believe in and what you think, and just that gives you a more understanding of the stories that we are reading in the Bible. So we just see here that still don't matter. God got brought a flood because of the people being so wicked and so evil that even though they have flood came and and give life to start all over again, that wickedness still came upon the, again. And it's the same thing as we live in now. It just seems like we're saying Jesus is soon to come because the world is becoming so wicked and it just means that we live in the evil and last days of God. No matter what you see that, you always say it's always a black sheep in the family that somebody, it's not going to do the right thing. So it seems like you can't get away from this, that 
wasn't it? They're saying Nimrod, his son, was more wicked than his father. I mean, Nimrod started out right, but he ended up wrong. He didn't, did not go in the ways of the Lord, and he, he was more wicked than all the men because he had this. They start bowing down and start worshiping him and thinking he's a god and making him a king and whatnot. And yes, went to his one of his sons become the same way as his father. You say like father, like son. So we just see here in this book that you can get a better understanding why things are taking place. It's going from generation to generation, and it's happening today. It's nothing new under the sun. That's why you see all this going on now, and ha- that's why people tell you it happened back then, and it's still going on now. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to do nine, and then after that, I turn it over and have questions. And Herod, the son of and Heron, the son of Terah, Abram's oldest brother, took a wife in those days. Heron was 39 years old when he took her, and the wife and Heron conceived and bare a son, and called his name Lot. And she conceived again and bare a daughter, and she called her name Lila. And again, again she conceived and bare a daughter, and she called her name Sarah. That's Sarah. Haran was 42 years old when he begot Sarah, which was in the 10th year of the life of Abram. And in those days, Abram, his mother, and the nurse went out from the cave as the king, and his subjects had forgotten the fear of Abram. And when Abram came out from the cave, he went to Noah and his son Shem, and he remained with them to learn the instructions of the of the Lord in his way. And no man knew where Abram was, and Abram served Noah and Shem, his son, for a long time. And Abram was in Noah's house 39 years, and Abram knew the Lord for three years old. And he went in the ways of the Lord until the day of his death. And as Noah and his son Shem had taught him, and all the sons of the earth in those days greatly transgressed against the Lord, and they rebelled against him, and they served other gods, and they forgot the Lord who had created them in the earth. And the inhabitants of the earth made unto themselves at that time every man his God, gods of wood and stone, which could neither speak here nor deliver. And the sons of men served them, and they became their gods. And the kings and all his servants, terror was all his household, was then the first of those that served gods of wood and stone. And Terah had 12 gods of large size made of wood and stone after the 12 months of the year, and he served each one monthly in every month. Terah would bring his meat off and a drink offerings to his gods. Thus did Terah all the days, and all that generation was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and they thus made every man his god. But they forsook the Lord who had created them, and there was not a there was not a man found in those days in the whole earth who knew the Lord, for they served each man his own God, except Noah and his house, and all those who were under his counsel knew the Lord in those days. And Abram the son of Terah was waxing great in those days in the house of Noah, and no man knew it, and the Lord was with him. And the Lord gave Abram an understanding heart, and he knew all the works of that generation was vain, and that all their gods was vain, and were no avail. And Abram saw the sun shining upon the earth, and Abram said unto himself, Surely now the sun that shine upon the earth is God, and him will I serve. And Abram served the sun in that day, 
and he prayed to him. And when evening came, the sun set as unusual. Abraham said within himself, surely this cannot be God. And Abraham still continued to speak within himself. Who is he who made the heavens and earth? Who created upon earth? Where is he? And night darkened over him, and he lifted up his eyes toward the west, north, south, and east, and he saw that the sun had vanished from the earth, and the day became dark. And Abraham saw the stars and the moon before him, and he said, Surely this is the God who created the whole earth as well as man, and behold, they, his servants are gods around him. And Abraham saw the moon and prayed to it all that night. And in the morning when it is light, and the sun shone upon the earth as usual, Abraham saw all things that the Lord God had made upon the earth. Abraham said unto himself, Surely these are not gods that made the earth and all mankind, but these are the servants of God. And Abraham remained in the house of Noah. They knew the Lord and his ways, and he served the Lord all the days of his life. And all of that generation forgot the Lord and served other gods of wood and stone and rebelled all that day. And King Nimrod reigned securely, and all the earth was under his control. And all the earth was of one tongue and word of union. And all the prince of Nimrod and his great men took counsel together, put Mizraim, Cush, and Canaan with their family. And they said to each other, Come, let us build ourselves a city, in it a strong tower, and its top reaching heaven. And we will make ourselves famous, so that we may reign upon the world, whole world, in order that the evil of our enemies may cease from us, that we may reign mightily over them, and that we may not become scattered over the earth on account of their wars. And they all went before the king, and they told the king these words, and the king agreed with them in this affair, and he did so. And all the family assembled, consisting of about 600,000 men, and they went to seek an extensive piece of ground to build a city and a tower. And they sought in the whole earth, and they found none like one valley at the east of the land of Shinnah. And about two days walk, and they journeyed there, and they dwelt there. And they began to make brick and burn fires to build a city and a tower that they had imagined to complete. And the building of the tower was unto them a transgression in their sin. And they began to build it, and which they were building against the Lord God of heaven. They imagined in their heart to war against him and to sin into heaven. And all these people and all their family divided themselves in three parts. The first said we will send into heaven and fight against him. The second said we will send to heaven and place our own gods there and serve them. And the third part said we will send to heaven and smit him with bows and spears. And God knew all their works and all their evil thoughts. And he saw the city and the tower which they were building. And when they were building, they built themselves a great city and a very high strong tower. And the count of its height, the more than the bricks did not reach the builders, and they ascent to it until those who went up had completed a full year. And after that, they reached to the builders and gave them the morning the brick. Thus was it done daily. And behold, these ascended, others descended the whole day. And if a brick should fall from their hand and get broken, they will all weep over it. And if a man fell and died, none of them will look at him. And the Lord knew their thoughts. And it came to pass, when they were building, they cast the arrow towards the heavens. And all the arrows fell upon them filled with blood. And when they saw them, they said to each other, Surely we have slain all those that are in heaven. But this was from the Lord in order to cause them the error, and in order to destroy them from off the face of the ground. And they built the tower and the cities. They did this thing daily until many days and years was elapsed. And God said to the seventy angels who stood before most before him, to those who was near him, 
saying, come let us descend and confuse their tongue, that one man shall not understand the language of his neighbor, and they did so unto them. And from that day following, they forgot each man his neighbor's tongue, and they could not understand the speaking one tongue. And when the builders took from the hand of his neighbor lime a stone, which he did not order, the builder would cast it away and throw it upon his neighbor that he would die. And they did so many days, and they killed many of them in this manner. And the Lord smote the three divisions that was there, and he punished them according to their works and design. Those who said we were sent to heaven and serve our God became like apes and elephants. And those who said we were smitten to heaven with arrows, the Lord killed them. One man threw the hand of his neighbor, and the third descendant of those who said we were sent to heaven and fight against him. The Lord scattered them throughout the earth. And those who were left among them, when they knew and understood the evil which was come upon them, they forsook the building. They also became scattered upon the face of the whole earth, and they ceased building the city and the tower. Therefore he called that place Babel, for there the Lord confounded the language of the whole earth. Behold, it was at the east of the land of Shinnah, and as to the tower which the Son of Man built, the earth opened its mouth and swallowed one-third part thereof, and the fire also descended for heaven and burned another third. And the other third is left to this day, and it is of that part which was aloft and its circumcision. It's three days' war, and many of the sons of men died in that tower, a people without number. So we see here, and I stop there, that about the Tower of Babel, it gives us much more information that, you know, it's somebody and they build the Tower of Babel and got up there and confused their tongue. All we know is say, God said, let us go down and confuse man's language. Uh, but here we hear about uh, Nimrod and them and the princes and men took counsel. They said, come let us build ourselves a city in a strong tower and, and its tops reach heaven. And we will make ourselves fame so that we may reign upon the whole earth in order that the evil our enemies may cease from us, that we may reign mildly over them and that we may not become scattered over the earth on account of their wars. So Nimrod and the others that was with him decided that they were going to build this tower. And they went before the king, and the king agreed to build the tower. And all the families that assembled, they, they, they went with them, and they found this ground, and they tell them they, they took bricks from one night and started building this tower. But God knew that what was taking place. And he said, that, uh, they, and all these people and all the families divided themselves in three parts. The first said we were sent to heaven to fight against him. The second said we were sent to heaven and place our own God there and serve them. And the third part said we were sent to heaven to cement him with bowls and spears. And God knew all their works and all their evil thoughts, and he saw the city and the tower that they was building. So we see here, God knows everything. We can't get away with nothing. You know, it, 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 God is uh, all soon, all known, all wise. Nothing. Just know that here we have more. Let's say we have more information of really take place. And I just saying, God said, let us go down to confuse these men's language. We see why they was never like wanted to build these, these temples. Why did they decided to build these temples? 
and uh, and for this war was from the Lord in order to come to error, in order to destroy them from the face of the earth. So it was God doing that it put him in heart to um, decide to go build this tower. Why? Because they become wicked. Nimrod became very wicked in his own way. And he said, turning his people the same way he is. When I tell people when you stay around somebody and their spirit ain't right, your spirit gonna wind up wrong. But they say you um you gotta be anchoring and strong in the law. Because if you buy somebody and they smoking one, you say, Oh child, child, ain't no problem like that. No, 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 for a while. And the next thing you trying it or then you like it and you keep it up. You 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 it it you what you stay around you become a part of so by him meanwhile being in control he controlled his people. They looked to him as king and master and lord, so they became wicked like him. He had that control. So God had to find another way to destroy people again before they all forgot about God. They all they do their own thing, live the way they want to live, do what they want to do, how they want to do it, where they want to do it, who they want to do it with. And we live in that time again. They say God said to the 70 angels who stood foremost before him, to those who were near to him, said, come, let us descend. Like a few days come. And we asked what we have in the Bible. He said, come, let us go down. But it is God said, let come, let us go down. But you don't hear, you don't hear who he's talking to. But here we tell you that God said to the 70 angels, which angels in the, in the book says they are messengers. God was saying to the messengers who stood before most before him, to those who were saying, come, let us descend. Let us go down and confuse their tongue. That the names of his neighbor. And they did so unto them. And from that day followed, they forgot each man who made his tongue. And they could not understand to speak in one tongue. And when the builders took from the hands of his neighbor line of stone, which he did not order, the builders would cast it away and throw it upon his neighbor. So they just start killing all over again. Because they didn't understand anything. They didn't understand their language no more. It's like, you don't know you. Yeah. I'm as one, but you don't know you. So I need to know. Anybody have questions or anything to say? Anything One line. Huh? One line. You got a uh, lot of people on the line. Anybody have anything to say? Well, I go back and show you. <clears throat> you know, my 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 brother tell me if you get one right one, you don't get a a a a a whole lifetime of working. But people are here to do, but they don't want to follow the truth. They want to follow the way how they want to do it, and it goes on every day. <clears throat> they know right from wrong. But they're gonna do wrong, and there's nothing you can do. All you can do bring the word to them. They want to hear, they hear. If they don't want to hear it, that's on them. They're the ones that pay judgment. They you have to get your life back in Christ, <clears throat> not the world of it. All that world of it, people always talking about. They want want private cars, private houses. And you got a place to live, and you can pay your rent and stuff. You're doing good. You ain't got to have nothing savage, lavish. 
you're doing. So we have to come back to God. And God knows how to break it down to you tonight. You have to come back. You know if and much about it. You come back to God, God will bless you. All kind of ways. Bless you with your sickness. Bless you with your health. Bless you with, with, with your finance blessing. Everything. But you can't say you're going to do it and don't do it. You have to follow the rules and regulations of God. He said it for us to follow. And so when you learn to do that, then you see the heavens open up. And you'll be far along from your creator. You have to do it. No ifs and ands about it. Mm-hmm. Always war against one another. And right now, same way again today. Ever since I was born, it was like that. Family against family. And you know, it always been like that. Mm-hmm. One get two dollars, they think they weigh they get way more than you got. But you don't have nothing. Oh. Nothing we own. Or lend us certain things. You don't want nothing. You don't want our life. And we don't have to understand that. And do the things that our heaven Father. Just be. You make things right for you. It's tough. You can say one thing you want to do. You make your, your own life. You need to put no more in your conviction. No more in your conviction. You have to trust me, God. I need you in the right that path. Trust me. Everything, trust me. Mm-hmm. You'll see, you'll see how, the, how the road will get clear. It wasn't easy for them to... But but larger than no, that not was easy. They had a whole lot. They had to be tested. They went through a whole lot of tests. But they hold on. They won't let nobody change their way of thinking of God and do the things of God. And that's what we have to do. That's what we're trying to get you all to understand. We ain't mm-hmm. trying to change you. We ain't trying to change your nomination or nothing but follow the, the regulation of our Heavenly Father. And he wasn't going to bless you. We can't bless you. Nothing but the Word would bless you in doing the things of your Father. Yeah, I, I, you, you're right. And just like I said, I guess reading this, just knowing that how wicked, you know, uh, every time God try to fix it, Become more wicked, but in this gift, like I said, and this gives you a better understanding. Because then you look and talk about the Tower of of of, of, of Babel. You uh, get a lot of, and like I said, you don't get a lot of information on it. If you look at Genesis, uh, 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 Genesis, I think it's Genesis eleven on the Tower of Babel. I'm gonna read out that. Uh, 
it says now the whole world has one language. Um, and, and they come as speech as man moves eastward. They're trying to purchase in our Let's make brick and bake them thoroughly. They use brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they say, come let us build ourselves a city with a child that leads to the heaven, so that we may make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the child that the man was building. The Lord said, if as one people speak in the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth, and they stopped building a city. That is why it's called Babel, because the Lord confused the language of the whole earth. From there, the Lord scattered them over the whole first of the earth, uh, of the whole earth. And this is the count. And it gives you the 10 years after the flood. Shem was 100 years old. But I'm just saying, here. Now, in 11 Genesis, it just gives you tidbits of the story. Here in this book, it gives you uh, who really, who all came together to build this tower. They give you, this gives you more information, names, and, 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 and more information, and why did they build it, and, and for what reason, and, and what, why it had taken place. So just saying, that, but the main thing is still we should learn from and to take from this. It's trying to say about God. If God created everything and He's made it good, man making it so evil, and we still yeah. doing the same thing today. We man, we say God has made things and everything is good, but it's becoming so evil because of wickedness. They decided, like I said, they started making their own gods and serving their own gods and do and, and whatever God, even Abram. You know, we see here Abram, even though he's seen and learned with through knowing them, but still it's, it's telling you here that Abram in his own way, he started serving his gods in his own way. Well, you know, he's serving the moon god, the sun god. What about okay. the version of God? Yes. Yeah. Um. That's that's like what we what we got for today. People, you know, they start serving men or, you know, things of the world where that, you know, they put jewelry, clothes, you know, music and everything before God. You know, as he say in his commandment, his commandments don't put no other gods before me. So um, what I'm just getting from this is like, you know, God's plans still have to go on. You know, even to the end, even when we leave here, it still has to go on from what from what he uh, started in the beginning of time where before we was even here when it was dark. Mm-hmm. He once, you know, he created the light, you understand, and once light turned on, you understand, and once he started create, creating everything and creating men, it was a plan. Even though he rests on the seventh day, the plan still goes on in every story of the Bible. And I just feel like, you know, this is just basically when he built the tower, it's like the the goat from the sheep. He still was separating. But this is basically like a family line. You understand? The family line of just, you know, what God has for 
the people and what's the purpose and the plan. You know, like like um, Elder Sutter said, it was just like you got to follow the truth, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that, you know, even me as a Christian, some things that when when the traditional ways, because I was raised up in the church, and the traditional ways that they do, and, you know, not just like when he's talking about non, non-denominational, but just being a, a, a follower of Jesus Christ, just knowing who God is, you know, knowing the reason for his coming, you know, and then knowing the reason for his coming back and still stayed, stay, you know, on that plan, you understand? Yeah. Still stay on that plan, like from what happened, you know, years and years and years ago is still happening now today, but they have those, like, you know, Christians or people like us trying our heart and staying, you know, steadfast and staying our minds and our hearts and everything on Jesus because we want to be in his will, you know, and, you know, we want to just know his ways and continue to stay his way and not putting no other gods before us, you know, or before him. I mean, Mm -hmm. putting no other gods before him, you know. So it's like, to me, I feel like, you know, even with, you know, Noah and him telling Noah to build the ark and, you know, after he destroyed and then, you know, other things, and now he's building a, a strong tower, you know what I'm saying? Because God is the strong tower, you know, yeah. but, you know, just following the plan, you know, that's what I really get from this message, you know, just following the plan of Jesus Christ, you know, of God, following the plan of God and, you know, just staying staying in the plan of God so that you can, you know, live life eternal, you know, not, you know, be wicked and follow man and follow the, the ways of men because, you know, even in church today, like how this saying that men was wicked and this king was this and they were serving this king and this, that, and the third, where that we got pastors and we got congregations and congregations is forgetting about God and looking at the pastors as the kings and looking at the elders and looking at the preachers and looking at the apostles and looking at the bishops as kings and not knowing nothing about God. They come to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and be there for the pastor, be there for the first lady, be there because my sister said come. You understand? So it's not really you going to get something like a message from God. You know, you you going because you you doing it for me. You know, so I just feel in this message is just staying in a plan. You know, like God always have a plan. God is always creating. You know, yeah. I feel like they was rebels. Like they was, they was, they was. You know, he needed to. You know, God had gave him a a, a nation. You know, know a nation, and you know to to live up to. You know, because he, he when he did the when he built the art, it was like everything was two. You know, everything that was destroyed by water, God still saved. You understand? Right. Even though yeah. he created all of that in six days, and regardless on if it was destroyed after, mm. it was still saved because yeah. he was still able to still multiply and you know the the animals and whatever you know everything that he said to that was saved it it was still able to still you know flourish throughout the you know throughout the earth but i just feel like this was a plan this was a plan you know 
God we just all wants to stay in a plane. Yeah, like God just wants us to stay in a plane, you know. Yes, we don't know what he has for us. You know, we know that we we here now. Everybody on the phone today is different ages. You know what I'm saying? We still here mm-hmm. now. We know mm-hmm. that we, we lived because we was born, but we know that we got to die. But only God knows when we leave it, not us. You understand? So we still have to stay in the plan of God, of what what God has for us, you know? Yeah, that's why I said be there is better than sacrifice. You know, mm-hmm. it's not you stay like you said, and that's, and that's a great topic and a great thing, really. And, you know, like I said, you stay in the plan, the plan of God, not man. Mm-hmm. You know, we, mm-hmm. we go, we think sometimes we think we're in the will of God, we in the way of God. Because we're not mm-hmm. following, as you say, the plan of God. God, everything He gives is a plan. With Noah and all who and Abram is is a, He has a plan and a purpose that need to be pursued in your life. But we mm-hmm. want to get on track because we want to follow our way, not God's way, or follow man's way. But we think we following it God's way. No, God, He say, speak, and He know how to get our attention. But they, mm-hmm. do we listen? Do we have an ear to really hear what God is saying to us? And like you say, there's so much going on. That, you know, leaders and everybody else is making up kings and, 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 and all it is. You shouldn't have put them on thrones. And, and, and mm-hmm. that we not in the plan. We're not even in the will of God. We're in the way mm-hmm. of God. And God is moving people out of the way. Because if you don't stay in the plan of God, you're in the way. So as, mm-hmm. if, we, if we stayed in the plan of God, as you said today, we would be, in, we would be better off. Look where we're at now. We're in such a state of confusion. We're in such a state of turmoil that mm-hmm. we can't say we're in the plan of God. This is not the plan of God. How many times he got to keep doing what he's doing, sending, sending so much heartache and disappointment and confusion so much that people that become this wicked, he just got to kill you off. He, if it got to take a flood, a hurricane, a tornado, mm-hmm. one, they take off so many. How many times, everybody talking about they striving away for this new Jerusalem where the, anim, the animals are, are, are what he's in Revelation, when the animals coming together, the sheep, you know, uh, uh, the, the lion laying with the sheep. You're seeing uh, uh, cats. Taking care of rats, you used to be scared of them. You got all different type of animals taking care of animals don't even belong to them, and we can't be mm-hmm. we, we are humans and can't even do that now. <laughs> Look where mm-hmm. we at. It's really something that a day we are really living, and I just wish people. That's why I just say to them: obedience better than sacrifice. God has each and every one individually. On here for a purpose and plan that needs to be pursued, and we stay on that plan of God. Everything will be awesome. We can't say, uh, um, Sister Nateria, that God has some, your gifts, giving you your gifts to pursue what needs to be done. God has given me my gifts to pursue that needs to be done. And Elder mm-hmm. Sutter and who others are on the line, and I say anything. We all have gifts in us, and as you come as one body, even though it's different parts. It could come together with mm-hmm. the will and the way of God. But if we not line up, it's, you you don't have nothing. You may say, well, I don't need you. I do it by myself. I don't need and that's where we at now, you know. I don't need mm-hmm. nobody. No, we do need. We, we need God more now than ever. 
and we need and we're here. We're here to help as we go along one another. But we in the state because people looking for things in all the wrong places. Instead of really looking to God, they're looking to man. Man ain't got a heaven and hell to put you in. And they got their own problems they get they dealing with. And I also see where that God is showing me where that he also made, like, because when you were saying that we do need each other because that is a blessing. You know, I always tell people that, like, I'm a blessing to you as well as you're a blessing to me. You know, because when um, I had to do, and God said, you know, speak on that. And, um, you know, I was reading about in the beginning when God said, you know, because everything he said, you know, it happened. You know, it was so. And, you know, looking at this also, we do need each other, you know, and um, he talks about family a lot, mm-hmm. you know. He talks about family a lot to me because cause I love my family. I have a big family. And, you know, my my church family also, you know. So he talks about family a lot, and I feel like the plan, you know, to keep that family line together, mm-hmm. you know, for at least for the next generation. You know, when I see, when I read or when I when we talk about, you know, people in the Bible where in the Old Testament, it, those was their testimonies, you know, things that they went through. Testament means testimonies. The New Testament is the New Testimony, you understand? And those are the things that they went through. Now we have our own lives. From 1975 to 19, I mean, from 1975 to 2017, if I had a story, I can write from 1970. You know, I can ask, you know, my family members how I was when I was little and then after me knowing. So God likes to keep, you know, he likes to, to talk about family. That's the reason why. He, when you say that you're alone, God say you're not alone because you have family. You have family members. You know, he gave us family. He gave us friends. You know, he gave us one another. But, you know, that's that's all a part of the plan also. We are a, God, a part of God's plan, you know. Um, basically love, you know, loving one another, not being, you know, jealous of one another and not trying to be first and ahead, you know, everybody getting what they can get, you know, out of life for themselves. You know, because only God knows the plan that he has for you in your life. You know, like, you know what you want to be, you know, when you were a child. You're like, oh, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a cop or I want to be a lawyer. And then sometimes, you know, other things happen. You have children. You be a single mom. You be a single dad. Some dads don't be there. Some dads are incapable of taking care of their children. Some dads went to jail. Some moms went to jail. You know, just certain things. You know, and that probably is not the plan that God has for us. But, you know, this was a lesson learned. You know, that's why the, you know, the experience is our best teacher, you know, because it teaches us where that, that's not, that wasn't in God's plan for me to do that. But he gave me the permission to do that so I could learn from it. And now that, you know, I did that, I don't want to do that no more, you know. Like, basically, a lot of people, when they read the word, you know, because I was telling someone that, you know, for the understanding, I don't know, I don't really know the understanding of of a lot of it. You know, we all don't, but, you know, the revelation of it, 
you know, once you get into it, God will give it to you, you know, and then you'll, he'll show you today because it's still the same, it's still the same world that he made. It's just different things. It's projects, it's houses, it's cars, it's parks. You know what I'm saying? There's no more trees or just trees everywhere, trees and water and dirt. It's mm-hmm. city life. You know, it's country life. It's more animals and, you know, we can see them more. So it's still, but it's still the same earth that he made. There's yeah. nothing different. You understand? That's why he give us these different gifts of the spirit so that we can detect, you know, that's, so we can discern what went on, you know, back then, you know, because it's still here today, you know? Yeah. So it's just basically God's plan. Amen. Amen. Hi. Does anybody have anything else to say? Yes. Yes. Hi. Good evening, everyone. This is Laura. How's everyone? I'm blessed. Everybody. Everybody. Came in a little late as usual, <laughs> uh, but I did get to where uh, you were talking about um, about Noah, and uh, you were talking about the the Tower of Babel, and. Uh, you know, it's a wonderful thing that we can sit and hear the examples. Uh, to me, the Lord allows me to understand that these examples are a preparation in the Old Testament to what was coming in the New Testament, uh, you know, as we will, you know, need the Lord uh, Jesus in the New Testament. So, therefore, in the New Covenant, we receive Jesus Christ, but in the Old Testament, it's like a preparation of who God really is because God is really the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And, and so, so when we look at certain examples in the Old Testament as far as what God has did with as far as uh, the flood and, you know, what he did with Noah and what he did with, uh, you know, certain kings and certain things are a preparation of what we will face today and why we will so be in need of Jesus uh, if if he didn't prepare us to need Jesus, then we would have always wanted to find our way. For example, the Tower of Babel, a great example in the Bible. Why? Because God allowed them to build. He allowed them to build to a certain time, and then he confused the language. Today, a lot of people question their life, and they say, you know, well, if this is not God, then why didn't he stop me? That's only so more into saying, well, he didn't stop you because you need to understand. You need to know the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is what should stop you. When you know the word of God, you don't do things. Certain things you just don't do. so so God gave us these examples for for that example that, that tower was building and building and building and building until a certain time when God decided, well, you know what, this is coming down now. If we continue to walk in our ways in this life, God will let us, just like in Romans when he said on to, uh, to people that commit abomination, I'll give you your own delusion to walk in. If you know God and you will not follow God's way, He'll let you go walk it, just like he did with the Bible. He let them build, just like he did in Romans. He said to the abominators, you, want it, you believe that it's okay to be your way? and that you See, we form our own truth in things. 
we read the Bible and we form a truth out of it. And that truth, we walk in that truth. And then God says, well, I gave you so much in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and God don't contradict his word. So if God said it's snow, it's snow, and you shall not do that. That's why I always try to explain to people, we can't only teach about the blessing of the Lord or the goodness of God. We got to teach on what God hates as well. We can't only teach on what God loves, 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 and not teach on what God hates. So, you know, the laws of the Old Testament allow us to understand what God hates. And the New Testament allows us to know what God loves. And when we put this together in our life, we can come to the word of God and say, well, you know what? We're going to walk in this word whether no one else wants to live it. There's many a times when I have to stand in the word by myself. And Sister Terry is a witness to that. I had to stand in the word by myself where 10 or 20 people had rose up against what the Lord had showed me, the revelation of it. And I had so much scriptures to back it up. And I still, you know, people will try to convert you and move you and build up and pull up and do all kinds of things. We got to, our foundation is in the word of the Lord. If the word of the Lord says something, we must do that. If the, Lord, the word of the Lord says us not to do it, we must not continue to find something else to say and say, okay, well, the word of God says this, don't judge nobody, but the word of the Lord says don't do this, and, and then try to find the truth. No, we got to stick to what it is. So I believe that it's a great word because this power represents that God will let you build. If you don't want to follow God, he's not going to stop you. Right. But That's what I was saying. He's not <laughs> going to stop you. He's going to let you walk that yeah. way. Right, right. And when, uh, it's going to be a time when you think you got it all going on, that mm-hmm. that's not going to come off. That's going to come down. Come down, right? Just like that. Yeah. yeah. So to God be the glory about that because I don't worry about where I'm going as long as I know it's in the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because the word of the Lord is my truth. Even somebody can tell you all oh, how to dream or prophesy. Prophecy is one of the big burdens in the body of Christ right now. Right. Prophecy is one of the biggest destroying things since the Old Testament. When, 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 when Jezebel was, was taking out the God, uh, God's prophets, from that time to now, this is what the body of Christ faces, prophecy. And people, that's what they seek. They want this. They're not even seeking God. They're seeking psychics and stuff like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Oh, tell me what the Lord said. You don't even want, uh, why do you want to know what the Lord said? Why don't you want to know the Lord? Yeah. Like, you know, you know, like, so this example of Babel is such a great example, Pastor Valentine, because it lets us know that we've really got to be careful what we're doing. You know, so to God be the glory for that word. Amen. Thank God for this one expounding on a word. Anybody else? Um, one from Tech, from uh, Texas. You have anything to say? Elder Sutter. No. Yeah. That's all we got. 
but the New Testament, I don't, I, the New Testament, all right too. But that one written to the folk two and a half years after Christ was crucified and risen again. And Paul saw a lot of stuff, religion. Christ didn't call no, no he had followed them in sector. That's the difference. The women may sit on the right side, the men sit on the left side in, in Christ's time teaching. Yeah. They didn't sit together. Mm. No. Sometimes I just didn't be quiet. The Lord is the one that taught me. And Lord knows I know it. I know he showed me that one time <laughs> when I was doing praise and worship. You know, the thing is that guy, Elder Laura, that Sister Terry say, you know, stay in the plan and uh, and. When you look at the towel, it said, God, as I tell people, God ain't going against your will. Because if you ain't willing, he ain't able. You know, you have to be willing to do what God has called you to do. And as you want to go ahead and build and build, he's going to let you build and build. And after a while, he's going to come down. And then you want to want to know why, because you didn't follow the teachings in the way of God. Mm. And that's the type of God we serve. He just lets you keep, you know, like some people say, God called me when I was. So I was 10 years old, but I just stayed out there. They threw me. He had to break my neck or, 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 or knock me down and all kind of stuff before I came to the Lord. Like it is. Okay, it took you that long. Okay, but find you. And then look at it. Well, at least you finally got here. But why, do, why would you go through a broken neck, broke legs, all this sickness or whatever to come to God, to do what he Compl- asked you to do? Complications. You know, I just say, wow. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, the teaching you get and the things you watch, you may seem like God's so complicated and just accept God and follow God is so confusing. Just like people, it's like the same thing when you say you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. They tell you, you got to go tarry out of Jesus, all this stuff to get it. It's so simple and easy. Just ask God to fill me with your Holy Spirit, open your mouth, and it starts coming out the words, the, the, the language that's out coming out. Things are so easy. It's just like somebody give you, you your birthday, they give you a gift, you receive it. God give you a gift, you just say, Lord, I thank you for it. But because of the complications and the way of the teachings and everything else, people make it so difficult, and it's not difficult. And, and you just so, said it, Pastor. You just said it. You know why? Because they can't see the gift when God gives it to them. But when we give it to them, they can see the gift. They see the box. They see the present. You understand? You got to have faith to, to in your heart to receive the gift. You got you to gotta have faith to believe that it's going to happen. You understand? So a lot of people, they might read the word, know the scriptures, but they don't believe in the scriptures. You understand? Because it's not happening fast, or they don't see it. You got to go back to the word. You got to go back to those certain scriptures that God gives to us, you know, so that you could believe, so that you can build up your faith. Because it's impossible to please God without faith. You understand? So if they don't see the gift, that's why it'd be so complicated. Because, you know, I need it now. 
They need it. Microwavable. They don't want to wait. Sometimes God give it to you suddenly. That means right away. And sometimes you have to wait. Yeah. And it's, it's just that being that you gave me a gift for my birthday, but God gave me the great gift to live. You know, he allowed me to be here. He allowed me to get up in the morning to breathe, to see, to have feelings, to have activities in my body. That's a gift, a gift to remember. That's a gift, you know. Then it comes with talents and certain things, the abilities that you can do. You are ability, but just certain things that you can do. And, you know, people look for bigger things. You know, not small little. thing. I mean, good small package, good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long as I know the Valentine, and she'll tell you the truth right now. How many times have been in your your temple before I went in your pulpit? I can't even remember offhand. <laughs> I, I would sit right in the back. The Lord give me the okay to go in. So that, that's why I go to a lot of a lot of these, these churches. Come on up there, I said, "Oh, I'm good right there," and go in the pulpit. Mm-hmm. I'm all that foolishness. Yeah, because the foolishness the foolishness comes from ways. That's why where it comes from. People ways. When you feel like you own something, like you own a business, and you know you always used to. Uh, someone else in different color and not yours, always up and high, you know, as we see on TV, we was raised that white folks, or, you know, Caucasians was always rich. You know, they always had money. They always were smart. They always know what to do, you know. But we rich in God, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't always, just because you are a, a, a pastor, a a preacher or you wear a collar, you know, you shouldn't think that you better than me, the one that's coming in sitting in a pew. You know what I'm saying? Because we all, you ain't, you didn't reach heaven yet. You ain't there. You know what I'm saying? We all trying to get there. You just a leader of mine that's teaching me, that's giving me the message. You know, that's your title. But if the, if the, if the title no, the story don't match up to the title, then what are you? You know what I'm saying? God is not looking at the title. God is looking at the No, and then a lot of people don't want to hear what you have to say. They look at you. They look down upon you because they seen somebody else that was more on TV and made records and was all around the world and they know the person that's, you know, so, so, uh, you know, that's a star or entertainer. And then they come and just because you have a, a dollar and you're not giving out a hundred, they're not dealing with you. So they make you lower than what they are, you know, you beneath them now. And that makes them high. You understand? But they forgetting why they forgetting why Lucifer got kicked out of heaven. Understand? And they forgetting the foolishness that he done 
you know, and and the reason why he got kicked. You know, see, you have to go back to loving each other and sharing the love, not looking at yourself better than somebody else, but looking at yourself as that person. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to always embrace and in love and have compassion, you know, especially when you you in the house of the Lord and you in the sanctuary, you know. Not only that, you know, daily, daily you should live that way. You know, you, your heart should always be open to accept somebody so that you can introduce them to Jesus. Yes. I have been in some churches. Not too long ago, the pastor, pastor might speak, but some of the associate pastors walk right by and want to speak. Yeah, because that's their way, sir. That's the ways. I see a lot of people. You know, I don't, on Sundays, I don't dress up all the time in my Sunday's best. I don't wear heels no more and skirts and dress up and stuff like that. I don't look churchy. I come in my jeans. I have my sneakers on. You know, I look the part, but I don't. You know why? Because I want to be able to tell somebody that always having that excuse that, oh, I don't have no clothes. You understand? I don't have no clothes to go to church. Oh, look what I got on. I can't come to church like this. But I'm a leader in the church. And look the way I come. You understand? God is accepting this, your heart. You understand? That's right. He come come as you are. He's not looking at the clothing that you wear. That's why we got prayer clothes to cover them up. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That's what those those is made for. Not just when they go down, but they they're made for to cover them up. If your your dress is high or or your your shirt is it's okay. Well, we got something for you. We supposed to provide for the people. You understand? And if we have brothers and sisters that roll in your eyes and, you know, like you said, um, Elder, like you got some bishops and pastors and preachers that be in the streets and they walk right by you or you go visit their churches and you got some people, that's their way. You understand? You got to learn how to just pray for people. No, that's what I do. That's the Lord help me. Yeah. I don't like to wear no suits and I have plenty of suits. The, the, the thing is, um, as you said, um, um, Sister uh, Terry, that we have to be in the plan of God. Stay in so the plan. Because the, the, it's a plan for for us that God has. And he said, you know, you know, the thoughts that I have for you, I know the plan I have for you, the thoughts I have for you. So mm-hmm. when we came into this world, he came, we came in with a plan. It's shown that even when they talking about Abram before we get when we finish getting to Abraham, when uh, the the sage and 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 say astrologers see when he was born that night, knowing that God has put something special in his life, it was a plan that he was born that night from the see the star in the east, which that sound like uh, uh, you know Jesus when they seen the star in the east, but they seen other stars from other parts. But that star followed this star and overpowered that star, even though it says all of that. But God had a plan. Abram came here for, as it said, but that's such a time as this. Why? Because when you and Abram coming, 
When Abel was born, he was born for a plan and a purpose, and it had right. to be pursued at his time. So that's for mm-hmm. each and every one in our life. As Elder Laura said, you know, when it's power, God gives a plan. Now you come in and you want to change the plan of God and do what you right. want to do. Then, then your right. plan is going to be destroyed. God is not going. He's going to let you have. You know, I say you might, you might get by, but you won't get away. You do right. it all you want to do. You'll get by, but you won't get away from it because you got to suffer the consequences in your life before you leave this earth. This thing's going to start happening. Then we saying, "Why me, Lord?" Because you, right. what, you forgot what you did back there. That was not my plan. That was your plan. So you pursued it. Now you're going to start to suffer the consequences for it. So that's when it's taken. Like I said, I just read this, this, this book for that we. I like it because it gives us more than what we get out of the Bible. I mean, it's still the same story, but with more information that Nimrod built this tower. And why did he build this tower? And why God destroyed the tower? Why God changed their language? Why Abram was born? And, you know, why Noah? And and we talk about Enoch, even from last week or not. So it's something we can even learn more because it gives us a better understanding, reason why. And some people want to know why. And some people just listen and say, oh, well. But, no, sometimes you want to know why. And you can say, well, Mommy, why we can't? And you explain it to them. They say, oh, okay. Or you say, why? Because I'm your mother and I said so. That don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but you say, I used to get that as a kid. You stay in the kid's place. I'm your mother and I told you something. And that's it. That's enough. Don't be questioning me. But some people want to answer to certain questions. So we just thank God for this, what we heard tonight. And God is just so good and so awesome. And I thank God for you, uh, Sister Terry, and, uh, and Elder Laura were founding and came in on it, and so powerful were both which I have given out. I know uh, so Texas was on, but they had gotten off, and so we, Ellen, you, and me, and you know, the son is still on. But we just thank God for what we are learning, and I say, y'all go ahead and preach, y'all too. <laughs> go ahead and preach that word. <laughs> Before we Go ahead. Okay, this is Uncle Laura again. Um, I just want to just say something because it's in my spirit to say this. Uh, the thing is that uh, it's about Moses and um and King and Pharaoh Ramsey. Uh, mm-hmm. it's just an example that I want to give to what we're right now. Uh, the thing is that we got to be very careful when we are looking at what's in front of us. See. Sometimes you can see these things that people are doing, and sometimes they may not look right to you, and they, they definitely are not right. But, but, but God will allow also something, to, because it's all about the glory of the Lord as well. You mm-hmm. see, when Moses went to go lead the people out of Egypt, the Bible says that the Lord himself talked in the heart of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. So the plan was that God had to do that to show his glory. Sometimes we need to see, it is so important for us to examine ourselves as individuals. What am I looking at? What do I see? And how can I make a difference? Do you understand? So sometimes you can see a whole church that's out of order, meetings that are out of order, a lot of things that are out of order. 
But God won't don't want you to react to that. Right, right. That's you what I'm talking about. He don't want to react yeah. to that. Because yeah, right. there's something he's going to do there. Right. You know, and we got to use wisdom when we're doing things because the devil will have a fail day in this. Mm-hmm. You know, he will cause you to leave the church. He'll cause you to be angry at people. He'll cause you to stop feeling certain things. This is what another thing the body suffers with the people. A lot of Christian people suffer with that because they'll go into the church houses or even look at other Christians and see so much wrong in them. But listen to what the Bible says. The word of the Lord says that he hawking the Pharaoh's heart. So you know what? That means that Ramsey was under the plan as well. Mm-hmm. It wasn't by his own will that he that he did not let the people go after a while. It, if you really look at this, if God didn't walk in his heart, he probably would have let the people go. Mm-hmm. So the Bible tells us that he has to do that. So what I want to say that is because I want us to understand that if you see something wrong, we need to really turn it over to the Lord and see how he wants us to deal with that. Okay. How do we deal with that? What do we do, Lord, with what we're seeing? We need to understand how do we present ourselves as Christian people? How do we Keep it righteous, Lord. How do we keep it holy, Lord? You know, because we sometimes don't know the sign of God. Yeah. You know, and so we keep well, we don't this know. kind of reaction. We don't know the plan yeah. at all. But, but you know, it's some people. Plan. Some people like we could talk about. We could we could talk about the, the, the churches today. We could talk about what you know, like what Elder was just saying that you know. He go and people walk past him and say things, you know, but, you know, people don't say nothing to him or he'll wait until, you know, uh, Pastor Valentine tell him to come up or, you know, introduce him. He don't just go in and stuff like that. You know, like some people do things off of spite, you know, just to, just so that you could say something. You got a lot of hell raisers in the church, too. They might have a collar on or they might be a leader. Or it could just be just people in the church itself. You understand? You don't want to continuously to think that that's the Lord either, you know. But yeah. you have to go. You have to go to the Lord in prayer with everything, you know. Now, you know, right. because you you have understanding of it. Like what you talking to us, saying this, you understand, or the, what we experience in the church or with church folks. You know, our other brothers and sisters in Christ, now that we, when you read the word, you'll get a better understanding on why did sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so said that or act like that. You understand? That's why you need to continuously, continuously, daily read the word. You know, that's why we need, as Christians, brothers and sisters, we need to encourage each other. We need to talk about it. Everything you know, that's why God made us for each other so that we could talk about it. We could go in the Word because the Word has everything in it, you know. So we, we you know, we got to know how to accept things. You know, that's why he say when he talk about turn the other cheek, you understand? When he talking about, you know, um, like a lot of people don't give you a, a, a holy kiss and a, a shake and a hand and stuff like that. You say hello, they don't say hello to you. But guess what that comes from? 
after that, it, that hurts my feelings. You know what I'm saying? So then that'd be like, okay, every every Sunday I'm not going to deal with it, so I'm not going to go because maybe it's me. You know? Maybe it's me.
but we had used the devil, the Satan, and all that. No, I don't, I, I, I don't sit on that. I don't like to use that name. So we had resources. No, God is trying to put that song in. God, what God is trying to tell you something. <laughs> trying to tell us something. You know, and now reading this, God is trying to tell us something from what I read tonight. That is because of man's wickedness, and he's trying to get this this earth right. And we still keep coming off, going off path, because we're not doing right by God. We're doing right by man. We want to do it mm-hmm. our way. We want to worship everything. We want to make men's gods in it. We want to, you know, we want to make wood gods. We want to make one that said, no worship, no other god before me. There's no, you know, graven image and all that. And then we got all that stuff now. We have all of that. Uh, you got to reach God. You got to do it this way. We want to tell you, you got to do it this way, one not. We, when we came in and said to God, we ain't going to do all of, them, all of that. Because God is within us. But it's because we see now man had made things and, and put, saved things and showed us their way that we accepted. But what is God is saying to us? His, what, his, what is his way for us? So it's, it's, it's just a beautiful thing that, now, you know, we're talking and we're learning and we're growing and whatnot. It's a beautiful thing that we the same focus is God, not man, it's God. God. Because when you're in your house and whatnot, you talk to God. And you're walking in, the, in, your, in your bathroom, your kitchen, and you're walking down the street, it's God. It's God. It's he's the one keeping everything going on. It's God. Nobody but God. He just said, we see why the man, because man said, is getting to see my more wicked, wicked every day. I'm like, oh my God, it's so crazy out here. I just thank God for each and everyone on the line. You know, thanks for all of what was said and done. Just such a blessing. I truly blessed, you know, as you come online and we open up and speak and talk, each one teach one, each one we can learn from one another. And I just, you know, as I said, just keep on expanding, keep on growing. I'm just going forth, you know, with the word that God is just stealing in each and every, both of y'all. It's um, just, um, you know, it's a blessing. It's truly, truly a blessing. I thank God for your coming on the line, taking the time out to come on. That is a blessing. And um, uh, it's, and just, we just, bless God. So mm-hmm. I'm going uh, if every if everything in the divine order, we're gonna just pray out and and to God be the glory because we think we're being glorified in all of this. He's getting the glory because now we see what God really wants for us. So I just thank Him for it and I just praise His name. So if everything in order, I'm gonna close out. Father God, we just thank you. We give your name to praise, Father God. We thank you for this day, Father God, this evening, this moment, this second, Father God. We thank you for what you are bringing before us, Father God, to let us know that it's about you and not about us, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you open up our minds, Father God, to see, Father God, what you really want for us, Father God. You want more of of us having more of you than ourselves, Father God. We thank you right now, Father God. I thank you for each and every one that was on the line, is on the line, and was on the line, Father God. I thank you that you have blessed them, Father God, as you blessed us to through this reading, Father God. 
that you open up our understanding more, Father God. I thank you for Elder Sutter, Father God. I ask you to do special blessings for him and his healing of his body, Father God. I just thank you for what you have done and what you're going to do, Father God. I thank you for Sister Terry. I thank you for Elder Laura, Father God, or who just been here, Father God. I just thank you, Father God, because you're amazing, God, and you're awesome, God. Father God, and without you, we can't do nothing, Father God. Without you, we are nothing, Father God. Oh, God, I thank you for your blessings, Father God. I thank you right now, Father God, and I give your name to praise, Father God. Till we come back on, Father God, just have your way in this just each and every day, Father God. Speak to our mm-hmm. heart, Father God. Anything is not pleasing, yes, Father God. I ask you to remove it right now, Father God. Father God, that, that take away from what's not pleasing to you, Father God, and let us become more and more of you, Father God, that they see that, that the, the God within us, Father God, that you may be glorified, Father God. Father God, look at the reeds around the world, ones that's lying on a sick bed, Father God. Look over our president right now for all who's in high authority, Father God. God, there's so much confusion in the world, Father God, so much heartache, Father God, disappointment, Father God. But God, you sit high, you look low. You know all what we're going through, but still, we, Father God, we're going to give your name to praise because you're truly worthy to be praised. We just thank you right now, Father God. Oh, God, hallelujah, we just thank you. If you had 10,000 times, we could not thank you enough for all you have done and what you're going to do, Father God. So we give your name the praise till we meet again. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so much. So God bless you till we meet again. God bless.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.